Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Hey, and welcome to another episode of The Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. I want to say this is 36. I'm... We're actually getting high enough where uh, I'm starting to lose count. Bushy here, and as always, out oh, man, how you doing? Skitter pal, meow meow, cannot claim, brother. What about you? Oh man, I tell you what, I'm doing better than I have been. <laughs> I'm doing better than I have been, which is always a plus. Fantastic. Now wait, wait, wait. One quick. How many beers do you have sitting on your desk? Uh, on my desk, one. Okay, yeah, something's wrong. You're you're not fully back to yourself, but you're getting there. No, no, I got a, uh, I got two on the floor beside me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're gonna come, you can't come wrong, man. You gotta come strong. Right, right. <laughs> and I always come prepared. So, how was your week? This week has been pretty boring. I won't lie. Yeah, it's been just preparing, getting everything ready for uh, Santa Claus to come visit DJ this year, getting everything situated, uh, normal work week. Nothing really happened at work this week, same old normal stuff. Everybody's coming in to, to spend time with their families for Christmas. Uh, uh, Jessica, Mountain Lady, has uh, had the week off, lucky ass. And I've had to work some days, some days not, but yeah, can't, can't complain at all with this week. Just been, just been getting everything situated. What about you, brother? How was your week? Oh man, all things considered, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I didn't do that show Sunday night. Felt pretty good about it, but I feel on that itch. Feeling that itch, so I am going back early. I was going to take a longer sabbatical, but I enjoy it, and I can't let somebody send me down an emotional rabbit hole. So uh, jumping back on the air uh, Sunday night tomorrow, as we're recording this, uh, to bring the Power Hour back for a Christmas Eve special. No, it's not going to have a lot of Christmas music. I'm bringing a straight-ahead rock show. Um, I am going to have some Christmas songs because it would be sacrilege not to. Right. Uh, the week, like like I said, man, just not bad. Work was uh, okay for the most part. I was just kind of gearing up for, you know, to be done today. But, oh, yesterday sucked. <laughs> yesterday just sucked. Um, the, the shift before, and this is my old assistant, so it, so it irks me a little bit. Uh, they, they didn't prep us like they should have for the order we had to run. And when we're running 1,000-foot reels, 
uh, that normally takes two guys on one machine because it's right. moving too fast. Well, we've got new machinery, for lack of a better term. So I'm not allowed to say what we do. I, I mean, I can tell you what we make, but I can't tell you how we do it. So right. we've upgraded our machinery, let's say that, on uh, five of our machines. And one of these upgraded beasts was the one we were doing uh, these 1,000-foot rolls on. At 550 feet a minute. Now, do that math. It ends up being about 1 minute 40 seconds a roll. Takes three guys. I had nobody. Nobody. I, I'm running around doing the floor stuff that I normally have three other guys doing. It was just it was such a shit fucking day. And uh, I finally said, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking tomorrow off, which would be today. So I'm taking tomorrow off. I'll just start my vacation early. And I start filling out my slip. My boss comes in and says, what are you doing? Dude, I wasn't joking. You guys had me to the point where I was ready to walk out today. I was so stressed out about all this shit. So, so I'm just going to take tomorrow off, start my, you know, start my vacation early, see you the fourth. And he says, "Well, did you call anybody in?" So, what do you mean did I call anybody in? He says, "So it'll just be an assistant foreman and two guys." I said, "Motherfucker, it was just me today." <laughs> but long story short, you know, I went ahead and. I found a replacement for myself, and I took the goddamn day off, man. And I, you know, I stayed up last night. And I was rocking some tunes, having a good old time, and I was messaging this person that I'm talking to, you know, just kind of friendly-ish and such, and having a good old time, drinking some beers. Went to bed, and wouldn't you know it, 5:30, the bush is awake. Oh, what? Oh, sucked, sucked. So I made coffee at about six. At about 6.30, I go outside for a smoke, and I've got freezing rain happening. There's ice all over the truck. I'm like, son of a bitch. And I, I hadn't even started my Christmas shopping. Now, here's the bad part of this week, and I've had to mentally prepare for this. It's been a long time since I haven't had someone that shared in the bills. So, Nevaeh's always had huge Christmases because I could afford it. You know what I mean? And right. frankly, there was two people kicking in, you know, for everybody. This year is not the case. And I make good money, but up here, the economy, the economy's fine, but the cost of living's high. You know, uh, the, the little three-bedroom single-wide I live in, yes, Bushy lives in a fucking trailer. Suck it. Um, $750 a month. And I've seen places in Tampa, three-bedroom houses for rent for like $550. It, is, it, it aggravates the shit out of me. And then I have an expensive truck payment. And of course, you know, in the winter time up here, the heating bills go up and such. So I just, I haven't been able to do what I wanted to do. So I was feeling bad about it. Um, she's at her grandmother's tonight, by the way. And I told her, I said, look, honey, I'm sorry. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm used to having a second income in the house. It's just, it, it really sucks. I wish I could have done more. And then I tried to hit her with the cool stuff we did this year. I was like, you know, remember the three days in New York City we had back in March? You know, right. And all the cool stuff we did. Remember going to Virginia and Virginia Beach and Appomattox Courthouse and, you know, and the barbecue place and then to Nashville. So all that stuff probably set me back about $4,000, you know. So, and when it's just me trying to pay for everything, that's a lot of money out of pocket. And she said, you know, Daddy, it's not a complete wash. I'm still here. You're not going to be lonely. It's fine. You know, so she, uh, she really made me feel good when I was starting to get down because it's been a pretty up week. But I was starting to get down when I went out and did all the Christmas shopping. Because first of all, I never start this late. 
I'm always done and just literally going out for last minute shit. No, I had to go out there and try to figure out what this child wants. Now, she gave me a list. And she was so sweet because there was only five five items on the list. Thank God. Right. But, uh, no, it's all, it's all big gravy for the most part. I took my Christmas ham out of the freezer to start thawing that out in the fridge. Just kind of geared up for tomorrow night and Christmas Day. See how that goes. <laughs> we'll update you next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> but other than that, not too bad. Not too bad. We, uh... We were going to do an album review, um, and I, I really want to do this review, by the way, Mountain Man, uh, especially because you're only half into it, um, and it's a band that we both enjoy. My problem is a 12-year-old little girl has been up my ass anytime I've had a chance to listen to this album. Right. <laughs> and I just I can't do it. I can find time this week, so maybe we could do that for a, uh, you know, the, the, the plugs first show of 2018 um but i just haven't been able to prepare for, <laughs> prepare for the fucking record review so we decided we would go ahead and ramble Woo-hoo! What, what the hell is that noise what noise that was you going woohoo what the fuck was that <laughs> uh, uh you know how long gets me in since we've done a ramble it has been a couple of days, hasn't it? It has. It has been a little bit. I think it's been since Wadzilla was on. Yes, right before. You're exactly right. Yeah, because uh, we were having so many problems getting him on, we had to do several in a row. Yep. Which is probably what turned us off. <laughs> Very possible. But that's okay. That's okay. We'll figure it out as we go. That's what we do right here at The Plug. So are you all set for Christmas? Because Christmas is coming, man. The fat man is a coming. The fat man is freaking tired, run to death, and completely wondering whether the mountain baby is actually going to play with the toys or the boxes. Ain't figured out which one yet. (laughs) Don't be upset if it's the boxes. Oh, I'm not going to be. No, not at all. Um... (laughs) As of right now, yes, I've pretty well got all my Christmas shopping done and finished uh, for everybody, luckily. Uh, got uh, Mountain Lady's little present finished, and since she's not in the room, and I'll go ahead and be more than happy to say it is a quilt that I had made by one of our friends of all of DJ's baby clothes and certain little items with pictures and stuff sewed on it, literal cloth pictures of uh, him growing up till he was one year old. That's her big present. She nice. also got, uh, good God, uh, uh, weather tech floor liners for a new vehicle that she got. Uh, the, well, I was able to go pretty good this year for, for the first time in a long time. And one thing I still can't believe, I am off the next three, for, three days for the first time in years for Christmas. Nice, so, nice. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, did you hear those gifts? Now, the quilt thing is sweet. It's very sweet. I've actually got a quilt that my uh, stepmother made out of all my grandfather's uh, shirts and jeans. So that's a great idea. Obviously, a southern thing. But these are some redneck-ass gifts. Okay. Mountman says, man, I got her them new goddamn you know, floor covers and... <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> That's what she wanted. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. That's what I like about country people. You know, I, I was married once, and, and uh, now we were young. I got married at 19, and I was divorced by the time I was 22. But she was the one that wanted all this shit you saw in the Macy's department store and stuff. And it was like, bitch, I'm an E3. <laughs> right. At the time, I wasn't even clearing $1,000 a month. <laughs> oh, but that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I've got pretty much everything done, too. Um, I have a couple more things to wrap up that I haven't done yet. Cause I had to have something under the tree for her to at least see that daddy did care a little bit. And uh, she doesn't do the Santa thing anymore. She let me in on that secret after Christmas last year. But me, being who I am, and even though my Christmas spirit's been broken this year, there's still things I have to do. And I don't care if she's 40. I'll still give her a present from Santa Claus. So I've got some stuff in the back room i still got to wrap up. You know, one or two little things that could be Santa gifts to her, even though she knows. So I'm looking forward to that. Right. Exactly. Oh, dude, do you know what that, you said? You uh, speaking of redneck gifts, do you want to know what my big present is this year that I asked Mrs. Claus for? Oh, what's that? Uh, Steel Panther, uh, British Invasion, the uh, uh, Blu ray. Oh. If that's think of how redneck I am, there you go. <laughs> no, 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 that Blu ray is awesome. <laughs> it is, it is so, so, so good. Um, See if I remember right. It's a it's a concert in Britain somewhere. I don't remember where, which theater it's in, but it's it's all Field of Steel stuff. But on the Blu-ray, you also get I want to say it's either Download Festival or Donington or something, and they have some Download uh, 2009. Yeah, okay. So yeah, and it has uh stuff from uh, uh Balls Out on it. So that's that's pretty cool. Yep. All right, outstanding. Now we have a guest coming up next month. I am trying to work with your schedule and her schedule to fit her in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, I know she wants to talk about women in metal, uh, Mm -hmm. specifically that pub in England that said they wouldn't hire female-fronted rock and or metal bands to play their little pub because women just can't deliver. Um, That would be Miss Danny Blizzard of the, man, I this is so horrible. I can't remember if it's Houston or Austin, and I keep forgetting to check that. Texas. It's fucking Texas. There you go. Uh, Autumn Stay. And uh, she has delivered some holiday cheer um, for your listening pleasure, sir. Just to have a little fun, because Christmas is the day after tomorrow as we're recording this. Yes. This is Danny Blizzard, Santa Baby. Baby, so hurry down. 
baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Santa honey One little thing I really need The deed To a platinum mine Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Santa cutie, and fill my stocking with the duplex and checks. Sign your X on the line, Santa cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Come and trim my Christmas tree with some decorations, but Such a sexy song, and she absolutely kills it. Absolutely kills it. I'll have to, uh, I can't wait to hear it for sure, because, of course, I know I have to play the, oh, yeah, that was so awesome, motherfucker, I have to wait till it's published. So, yes, <laughs> I know, right? See, if Bushy was a good podcast host, he'd already said it to you, huh? Um, hell, you told me about it like four days ago. I'm sitting here going, okay, motherfucker, where's it at? Oh, yeah, see, four days ago, starting work. Yeah, dude, my mind, my memory gets short once I get back to work. <laughs> yeah, you've probably went through four or five cases of beer since then. No, I drink ice beer, so I don't have to drink it by the case. A six-pack does me. And if I get a little further than a six-pack, I start getting just wonky. No, what, 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 wonky? What the fuck is wonky? I, I don't know. I'm Southern, and I ain't never heard one redneck some bitch ever say wonky. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know where the hell I heard that. I know I heard it on a TV show or a movie or something. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, do you have a song you'd like to hear right now? <laughs> well, since we're going with the Christmas spirit, I do. I, this is a song I actually listen every year. I used to watch it on MTV growing up. I'm going to have to run with... D fucking Snyder and Twisted Sister with Oh Come All Ye Faithful.
we're not going to take it. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Still, uh, it's it's still uh, for him. Intertwining, go come all you faithful in with that song, dude. It's actually a pretty awesome fucking song, either way you look at it. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. I don't mind it at all. Interesting things have been happening in the world of professional wrestling lately. It has. Women, uh, who was it? It was uh, uh, Alexa Bliss hey. and Sasha Banks. Yes, sir. Just had the first female wrestling match live in front of a crowd and I want to say Dubai uh-huh. because it's not allowed and uh, so they pulled that off now they had to overdress because they can't be coming out in them little shorty shorts looking all hot but uh yeah big moment what do you think of that what do you think about how women are being re- perceived and professional wrestling these days because Paige made a good point on a Monday Night Raw either this past week or the week before how she was the one that stomped the word diva out of the vernacular and turned it into the women's division. I, what do you think about this turn of events? I mean, how, how do you feel as a wrestling fan? Well, since, uh, I mean, I, I've been watching wrestling with WWE, WWF, whichever one you want to call it back then, ever since the Attitude Era. It was the Women's Championship, then uh, morphed into the Divas, and then right back into the Women's again. I'll be honest, I, I actually like the way they're trying to push the female athletes to be able to do the same amount of stuff and get the same amount of recognition as the men. They're not just sex objects anymore. It's the fact that they can actually perform either the same or if not better than the male wrestlers. So I'll be honest, I actually like the way it's it's turning into. Um, you can tell with certain, certain of the women wrestlers, some of them have not um, got their self-confidence, I guess you could say, to that height for them to deliver certain moves. So they're kind of skittish every now and then whenever you're watching the show, but at the same time, they're still trying and putting more confidence in themselves. So seeing them go from, oh, just sex toys, uh, look at my titties, my ass, to guess what, motherfucker, I'll hurt Karana your ass off the top rope. It's actually a pretty pretty neat ordeal, in my opinion. What do you think? I think it's an excellent product. Um, Trish Stratus will forever be the female wrestler love of my life. I thought she was absolutely amazing when she used to come out in them wicked tight pants and that low-cut shirt and that little cowboy hat. And that was before she was actually wrestling. Right. The first wrestler I really remember paying attention to was Lita when she wrestled with the Hardy Boys, and she was just as extreme as they were. Yep. But Trish Stratus, she she always got my motor running, if you know what I mean. And when she started wrestling, oh boy. But back in the 90s, during the Attitude Era, we had a lot more fun, and it was absolutely sex sells. Now, here's the chauvinist in me. The chauvinist in me says, bring back the broad panties match. However, the realist in me says, we just had women's wrestling in Dubai. This is never, ever going to happen again. 
because this over-sexualization of women, men are finally getting away from, even though we obviously appreciate the female body. Of course. But I, I, I couldn't agree more about this push that this women's division has. There, there are a lot more women's wrestlers. It used to be more like a sideshow. Okay, oh, okay, it's time to go grab a beer. Oh, oh yes. Sable's here. She might yep. flop her tits out. Maybe I'll stay. Yeah, just her dancing get first at the top of the stage. Exactly. I mean, it, it is morphed completely into a 180. And I, I won't lie, put my personal opinion, Sasha Banks, Bailey, uh, Charlotte, and uh, who's the other one? Fuck. The four horsewomen, you know who I'm talking about. The ones in NXT that kind of push the envelope for it to be kind of where it is today. Right. Uh, Becky Lynch. There we go. Um, them for pushing the envelope for it to be where it's at today is actually an awesome thing because Charlotte Flair, I don't give a damn what a lot of people say is about her. Her athleticism is fucking out there. Sasha Banks has got the attitude that all the women need. Bailey's got the lovable aspect, but I'll still kick your ass. And Becky Lynch is just one of them Irish chicks that just loves to come out and have fun. So, I mean, it, it's awesome that they're able to deliver that now and pay the pave a pathway for younger women, younger kids, especially in this day and time, everybody just pushing like in Vine and shit. Oh, yeah, you got to act sexual. you got to act. No, the fuck you don't. Believe in yourself. Follow what your dreams are and do what you want to do and actually pave your own way to make a revolution for your own life. So I, I do totally love every bit of the aspect of it. I do too. There's been, you know, other history, history making moments in women's wrestling. I mean, they just had a hell of a cell. <laughs> yep. You know, and that's pretty badass. But what really intrigues me is coming up in January. And that's the first ever women's Royal Rumble. Who's your buddy on? To be honest, I really don't know. They're giving so many of them a push. I mean, they've got freaking Nijax. They've got Sasha Banks, Bailey. They've got uh, can't do Charlotte or Alexa because they're the champions right now at the moment. Um, they, I mean, they've gave Natalia after even though she's been there for ten years now a big push doing a battle with Charlotte on SmackDown. I know you don't watch much of that, but. That, that's turning out to be a pretty good little story with them two. Uh, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure what I would love to see since Mickey James come back because you know Mickey James and Trish Stratus yes. battle now uh, it, during the end of the Attitude Era. I'd like to see uh, her be able to come back and at least have one more title run. But one person I would love to see them definitely give a chance to, and I still don't understand why she hasn't, is Nia Jax. That woman gets that title, motherfucker, there ain't no damn body that can just about stop her. I'm telling you, she's like the Andre the Giant. She's she's the big show. If, yes. if wrestling was real, nobody would whoop that ass. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a great thing. I I love the way it's moving, especially with the product that they're, they're delivered these days is such crap. That it seems like the uh, uh, the women's division is really what you have to focus on. I mean, right. I, I'm all for the Shield being back together. I love that storyline. I love Enzo Amore on his own. I didn't think I would. But I actually like him on his own. 
I like him, that you know them leading towards hooking him up with Nia Jax. I like how you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that shit. I think it's absolutely great. The 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 one that intrigues me is Asuka. I was just thinking the same thing. If if I had to put money on winning it to go, she's on Monday Night Raw, right? So yeah, she. If I had to guess, either they're all going to fucking uh, go after her, which I mean, if you've noticed or paid attention to Raw, Paige and Absolute, or yeah, yeah Absolute, Absolution. Man. Oh, Mandy Rose, oh, what a scrub diddly up just bar she is. Sorry, right. ladies, she's hot. All right, Sin, we see what you're doing here. Uh, uh, I had to throw that in there, sorry. That's okay, uh, that's okay. You give me her and Alexa Bliss for a night, you'll never hear from me again. <laughs> Why can I actually believe that 100%? <laughs> hey, look, I am almost 43 years old. I will have a heart attack giving it the old college try, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was insensitive, women. I apologize. No, dude. At least you're at least you're honest. You can I mean, email me at mountainman dot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good, try. Um, but no, I I would say Oscar's because I mean anybody that's paid attention to NXT, she was undefeated and had the title stripped from her to go up to the main roster. Yeah, yeah, she's still undefeated. Still has been beat. Yep. Well, the only thing I can figure for the Royal Rumble, because I've heard they're wanting to start like a feud between her and Paige, is if Absolution screws her over during the Royal Rumble. All three of them messing with her. Since nobody, they came out and was going to mess with her, but they backed off. Right. So, I mean, it just depends on that. To be honest, it'd take the whole roster to get rid of Nia Jax, but I think she'll be one of the top two in it. Could be. It could be everybody just teams up on her the way they used to do Mark Henry or the way they used to do the Big Show or the way they used to do Andre. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, to me, it could go any which way right now. It just, uh, it just depends. Since it's the first one ever, I really don't know how the hell they're gonna go. Plus, Carmella, that bitch can cash in that night. So I mean, you never know. Oh, you know what? I forgot all about Carmella. Good call. Good call. I mean, there's so many different ways. The only thing, she can't do nothing with the Royal Rumble match, but she can do the, uh, uh, whoever's going to be facing uh, uh, Alexa Bliss, or Charlotte that night. Sorry, yeah, she's on SmackDown. She's SmackDown, so yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it all just completely 100, 100% depends on which way they want to go. Now, my only concern, they can either do it the right way, or they can really fuck it up and do it the wrong way and put some, like, uh, not many people's pushing for Alicia Fox anymore, or somebody that they really don't care about, like they tried to do Eva Marie or one of them to give a big push, and fuck it all up. Yeah, yeah. That whole best for business thing. That was something that I really enjoyed about SmackDown this week. I do try to catch it every once in a while. I've tried to get back into it. Is uh, Daniel Bryan kind of getting in Shane McMahon's ass about that best for business shit, and that's why he left Raw. And I kind of thought Shane was going to knock him the fuck out. I was uh, I was surprised when Shane walked out of the ring. <laughs> well, for what I've heard, that it's possible Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon at Mania. 
Oh, wow, he has been cleared to wrestle, hasn't he? I thought I had read that somewhere. Yep, he is being cleared now that he could at least do it one time and then get another evaluation afterward. Gotcha, gotcha. It's a possibility it might be him and Shane, but hell, Shane's track record the past two manias, he's lost to Styles and he's lost to Taker. So, I mean, uh, how many more damn losses is he going to take? Yeah, yeah, um... (laughs) But funny as he has, it doesn't matter. He's doing it because he loves to do it. True, but damn, they got to give the guy a win some point in time. You would think so, but when's the last win he had? When he jumped from that one turnbuckle all the way to the other turnbuckle and smashed that uh, trash can into his dad's face? Yeah, I think so. God, yeah, that was a much. great match. What what a move. Ring rope to ring rope, drop kick to trash can into the face. That was beautiful. Coast to coast is what it's called, yep. Yeah, love that shit, love that shit. All right, I think it's... No, no. before we play more music, I just want to, go, again, go on the record and say it. I love, absolutely love what the WWE is doing with the women's division. If they yes. could figure out a way... I mean, I don't know how they would do it. A cruiserweight type thing for the women. Because they don't see the... Flip and bounce as much as those guys. Right. Because those guys are amazing. If they can figure that out, I think they have something. You know, they they would have that women of wrestling thing locked down. True. True. But, yeah, congrats. Uh, Congrats to the women performers because for the longest time they were just arm candy, valets, managers, Sex objects. I mean, poor Trish Stratus had to do the, you know, make it out scene with Vince McMahon and shit like that. And they've come a long way. I think it's a great thing. And uh, I applaud them. And I'm uh, I'm actually looking forward to watching the Rumble. I think I will be reactivating my uh, WWE account so that I can watch <laughs> that one. <coughs> I have uh, uh, my own. <coughs> Wait, what? I have my own WWE account, dumbass. You can use mine. I've tried. Every time I try to log in, it won't let me. Fuck you. <laughs> God. All right. So you got a song for me? Sure. I'm going to go with a band that I have, for some reason, have been on a crazy-ass kick with lately. I posted this song on our page a little while back, joking, if you don't like us shoving this show up your uh, ass, oh well, don't get mad. But I'm going to have to go with Steel Panther, If You Really, Really Love Me. If you really, 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 really love me, then you really, really, really gotta show me. Don't mind when I put it in your booty, or if I'm up on that playing Call of Duty. Never hassle me because I'm unemployed, if I sleep all day, don't get enough. I know that you really, 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 really love me If you really, really love me If you really, truly wanna make me feel nice Make it so I don't ever have the ass rise Let me have the keys to your Mercedes Don't get mad when I bring on some ladies If I get fat and look like an egg Lie to me and tell me I'm in great shape Then I know that you really, 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 really love me 
Now you just like that song because of that if I stay up all night playing Call of Duty. (laughs) 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 Oh boy. I think that song is just hilarious all the way around. Period. Those guys are just hilarious in general. Absolutely in general. Um, I'm not sure which song I'm going to play. I will have to do it at edit, but I know which band. It's absolutely amazing. Um, it's a female-fronted band, as, as we're talking about women in the professional world. Uh, the name of the band is Zandria, and that is spelled with an X. Um, I discovered them. Man, I can't even remember what the name of the song was. But I saw a video and I was just blown away. So, you know what? I'll just play Nightfall.
All right, what you have there is like power metal music with classical undertones. And this woman that can just wail, can absolutely just bring the vocals. Doesn't scream. The drums are insane fast. Absolutely love this band, Zandria. Check them out. For sure. Good stuff, good stuff. What else has been going on? Oh, well, let me ask you this, just for shits and giggles. Something that was passed in North Carolina with uh, all the protesters, this and that. Just Might as well just kick the fucking door down and uh, tick a few people off, because my heartless ass just don't care. Uh, but with uh, protesters now... If you are protesting in the middle of the road in the state of North Carolina and you're being warned to get the fuck out of the way and that person runs you over because you're stupid enough not to move, it is now not your fault in the state of North Carolina if you got to go to work or trying to get where you're trying to get to because of you feeling threatened. What is your opinion on this? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God bless the South. Um, <laughs> this one, I, I agree, but I don't agree, you know, cause it's, it's the first amendment guarantees you the right of assembly to peacefully protest. Peaceful. And I, and I, and I get that even standing in the middle of the road is peaceful. The problem is, and that's if you just stand there, if you're standing there locking arms, Shouting out your shit, you're protesting. That's perfectly legal. And it's your right under the Constitution. Right. However, <laughs> bitch, I got bills to pay. Right. <laughs> I need to get to work. And if I inch my truck up and you didn't get the hint, I might have to give her some gas. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying it's right, but I understand. Um, I, I think that if that went up to uh, uh, to a higher court, you know, some one of those appellate courts or a Supreme Court in North Carolina, or, or you know, uh, even to the Supreme Court of the United States, I I think that's something that would be shot down, and obviously whoever's running people over would would be in trouble. But people get pissed off, man. You can't be sitting out there blocking roads. We have places to be, things to do, you know. So we'll see you. I, the way I'm looking at it, I mean, I, I totally agree with you on the fact of a peaceful, that's the key word, peaceful protest. If you were protesting and I pull up, hey guys, please let me by, I gotta go to work. They let me by, good. Continue to protest. Enjoy, you got your word to me, I listened, I understand, I'll take it into consideration. But if you're going to sit there and protest like half of these people are, especially with some of the colleges like they were in North Carolina, uh, with sticks and shit, beating on people's cars as they're pulling up to them and shit. I'm sorry, I work for a damn living. I have got, right now, my first ever newer model. It's only a 2004. Fuck y'all. It's the newest model I've ever owned. Chevy Silverado sitting in my driveway. Somebody hits my truck with a fucking stick that I have busted my ass to pay for, your ass is going to be laying on the ground. I'm sorry. that's That might be heartless of me, whatever. If you're doing it in a wrong 
derogatory or mean tone, I'm going to make you understand how wrong and derogatory I can be. Well, yeah, I, I understand that because, I mean, I've got a newer truck than that. And it's still not brand new, but it's a 2014. And shit, there's <laughs> weeks that I won't smoke for a couple of days so I have the money for that damn truck payment. Right. And, I, and I'll, I'll tell you what, if you hit it, I'm going to do some real damage to that truck. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there's a teetotal difference in a peaceful protest and just standing out there just because you don't want to fucking go to class and not understand what the fuck the protest is and just wanting to be a dickhead. There's Absolutely. a big, big-ass difference. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I understand, you know, even though I don't understand all these protests because I'm like, oh, your guy didn't win. Sorry. But... I get it, okay? You're mad, you're upset, you were coddled for eight years, so you don't expect this brash way of talking, this way of giving it to your real. Um, so protest, absolutely, that's your right. Yep. But, but we all have to live in this country. We all have to get along. So yes. get the hell out of the way. Go ahead and do your thing, because stopping me from going to work just contributes to the problem. It definitely doesn't help the problem. Right. Shutting shutting society down because you don't get your way isn't necessarily a protest. It's more like a temper tantrum to me. Right. I have more respect for the for 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 a mutual friend of ours that blasts Trump on the internet all the time. He has no problem making his profile picture of the bloody head of Trump. You know that uh, uh you know Kathy Lee or whatever the fuck that bitch's name is. You know that picture she took. Um. He has no problem doing things like that, and I respect that. You know, that's how he feels. That's fine. He's still he's still a brother of mine. I love him. Right. You know, but he's not interfering with the daily movement of society. Right. And that's when it becomes a problem. So yeah, while while I agree that you should be able to run a motherfucker down, I disagree that you should be able to run a motherfucker down. I think that's counterproductive. I'm not saying I wouldn't if you started smashing my shit. I'm just saying it's counterproductive. <laughs> right. Well, well, you know there's people in this world that's fucking crazy. If you're fucked in the head, you're fucked in the head, you're going to get it wherever you get it from. That's just going to be dickheads with this little ordeal and say, oh, yeah, they done this, blah, 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 and possibly have it overturned or whatever. But for just like I said earlier, if you're protesting, hey, guys, I'll be nice to y'all. Let me buy. I got to go to work. Have fun with it. I, I do not object to protest hell with the NFL thing. I understand the reason they're protesting. I do not agree with them protesting it by kneeling during the national anthem. That's my difference, especially with that whole ordeal. I can understand uh, that you're wanting to uh, send out uh, a thing, whatever you want to call it, for people to understand uh Cops are killing people left and right. There are bad cops out there, yes. But at the same time, though, why would you sit there and protest it? You being a millionaire, for one, during something that you do while you make the millions that you make for something that stands for this country that gave you the right to be free during the national anthem. That's what I don't agree with because... By doing that, that to me is disrespecting anybody and everybody that has put on a uniform and served this country. I could I, protest it during the game. 
take a knee the whole fucking game, protest it right your sides, hold it up for the cameras. I could see that, but not during the national anthem. That's where I don't agree on any of that. My the, my biggest problem with it, and I, I don't mean to cut you off. No, 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 please. Is uh, they're at work. Okay, and your employer should regulate that. I I know that I couldn't do something like that at work. I'd lose my oh, damn Bill. job. You know, I I got a uh, called into human resources one day because of my old Dodge that I had before I bought this Ford, and my Ford runs a lot better. Fuck you, haters. Um, I had a Rebel flag license tag on my uh on my truck. And I got called into human resources and started getting questioned. Do you wear the Confederate flag to work? I said, no, why you ask me that? And they said, well, because of that Confederate flag you have on your truck. And me being a smart ass that I have said, I, I, don't, I don't have the Confederate flag on my truck. I do have the Naval Jack or the battle flag of the Army of Northern Virginia on my truck. But I don't have the Confederate flag. And I threw them off. <laughs> right. Because they don't know about the white flag with the Confederate symbol up there and the red on the end. They don't know about that. Okay, all they know is, oh, well, that's the one. That's the one because the KKK grabbed that shit in the 50s or 60s. Before that, the flag of the KKK people was the America flag. And they, they killed hundreds of people, hundreds of lynchings under the America flag before they hijacked old Dixie. That's why I still fly the rebel flag. I don't care. And frankly, I have family members that fought both North and South. Right. But my family's from the South. I like that flag. I'm a Dukes of Hazzard fan. Fuck you. But I got questioned. It's like, of course, no, I would never wear anything. I do have one shirt that has that on there. It's my rock and roll gang star, uh, 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 shirt, uh, says rock and roll gang star on one side has a it's a rebel flag but it's gray and white no stars but you can tell what it is you know what i mean right and it does have the actual flag on the back with a big skull and fire and shit it's it's cool you know but i would not wear that to work because i'm a professional right but i realized what was going on and uh when i traded in my truck i didn't put it back on this one i bowed down to the yankee man Huh? Yeah, I said it. I don't. I don't need the bullshit. When the general manager, you know, the top dog of the plant, is questioning, you know, getting me called into human resources. Like I said, I got bills. I got mouths to feed. True. True. You know, true. I, I, I don't. I, I don't have any racism in my heart. I don't care. I, you know, I, I. I don't care. But I can like what I like. You know. Exactly. People like to listen to. You know, music that glorifies raping women and killing people because they, you know, had better tennis shoes. That's fine. I don't have to like it. Exactly. So, yeah. How about a song? Sure. Uh, You had me... Nope, you went first last, so... I think. No, you did. You, You hit us with some Steel Panther. Okay. Well, what do you got for us first, then? Well, because I'm in a goofy mood. I really want to rickroll your ass. Rickroll me, damn it. You know what? Never going to give you up. Oh, my dear God.
got Rickroll, bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's so funny. When I was driving to, 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 you know, do some shopping this morning, like I said, I got up. It had freezing rain. It sucked. But I went out there and did it. Uh, did, I, did I say that on the mic, or is that while we were talking? Uh, that was while we were talking. Oh, well, let me tell you about the pre-show conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I woke up to freezing rain, you know. Son of a bitch. So I'm driving, and I can barely see out my windshield. And I had it on a 39 on Sirius XM, which is Hair Nation. And it was some... Uh, I want to say it was some sappy Bon Jovi song. I love Bon Jovi, but I think it was like Never Say Goodbye. And I'm, I'm just not in the mood for sad songs right now. Okay, I'm finally getting to where I'm dealing with shit. I don't need a sad song. So I, I, I flip it over to Channel 8, which is 80s on 8. And uh, they had some Don Henley song on, which was great. And then I got it. I got nailed. Rick Astley, never going to give you up. Dude... Bushy, with his beard, leather jacket on, skull rings, fucking chain hanging off his wallet, window down, smoking a cigarette, rocking out to Rick Astley. There you go. <laughs> oh, I love that shit. Well, I'm going to go back to my normal music, but this is somebody that me and you both thoroughly enjoy, that me and you both talked about, and you have said you've played him on your uh, radio station, but you didn't realize 100% who he was. This is a guy from overseas who is a uh, music producer. He plays drums, guitar, bass, and sings. All his music, everything that he does, and he redoes songs, either acoustically or in a metal version. I cannot say his last name correctly, so bear with me whenever I say this. But I'm going to have to go with a song Bushy said that he liked. And this one is an old classic anyway, that the original version, it just never caught on with me. But the metal version that this guy done of it is absolutely marvelous, especially with the backup singer that he had singing with him. I'm going to have to go with Leo Melitacarly, I think is how you say his last name. <laughs> yeah, with, without looking at it, I cannot help you out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's harder than hell. But he's a producer over, uh, over a studio called Frog Leap Studios, and I'm going to have to go with Conversation. She's coming in 12:35. 
the Darrow rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. I seek to go what's deep inside, fighting all this thing that I've become. started a karaoke business she used to do it live all the time i'm a huge fan of that but yeah leo killed it love that jam good choice good choice and you, you got me thinking um because you were doing a cover i've got a cover i want you to hear um it's an acoustic version it was done live at the grammys or at the grammy museum rather avenge sevenfold okay. did an acoustic set and they covered the rolling stones as tears go by.
Can you guys see we got Papa Gates back here? Sweet PG. Playing the sitar. So many talented uh, people up here. Uh, and then except us. <laughs> yeah, and then there's us. So, so we're going to... Um, oh, love it. Love it. Oh. To be honest, dude, I've heard that song. That is... I have heard people since that came out, bitch, gripe, cheer, everything. I, I've, I've sat here and listened to people fuss about them. Hell, I even sit there and read a conversation between you and fucking Lee over in Sevenfold for 30 minutes last night. <laughs> really? I'm glad you said that because Lee went and reviewed that album. I, I, I sent it to him. The Live at the Grammy Museum. And here you go, for your listening pleasure, I think it's maybe eight or nine minutes, you'll have to bear with it. This is Lee Gersman reviewing Avenged Sevenfold live at the Grammy Museum. Hey, how are you doing? This is Lee Gerstman. Hmm. Anyway, I didn't really want to review... I was just kicking back whatever. But I tell a friend of mine I was going to listen to this group because I wanted to be respectful and all that shit. And he said, do a review of it. Acting like a tick on my butthole. Fuck. Well, anyway, I did the review of a group I don't like, but I like the fucking album. Fuck. (laughs) Give me about 20 seconds to sleep. You have to bear with me. No, I can't even fucking sleep. I've got to do this shit. Okay, the album is by a group called Avenge Sevenfold. The truth is, I did a review of another album that they did. I forget what album it was. If you want to look on my page and look at the reviews that are unlisted, which means you can't even find it unless it's there. I had my hair all weird and stuff on purpose to show my feeling about the album. Today, I ain't fucking shaving because I'm lazy, but I'm doing the album and... Believe it or not, it's okay. It's a good album. It's called Live at the Grammy Museum. They have stuff like... mm, Introductions to the songs. I don't need to review the introductions to the songs because they're just introductions. I could joke and say, yeah, they were great. The guy who said... And now we're doing Tears Go By, said it in a very progressive way, but no, I'm I'm just going to review the songs. One thing that I did like about the album is that it wasn't long. The songs were decent length and they weren't a lot of songs on there. I've actually waited for sandwiches to be made at restaurants longer than this album was in completion that's that's 
not saying I liked waiting for sandwiches that long, but I did like the album. Anyway, I'm I'm not going to say much more except to say here are my ideas on the songs. The first song is the Rolling Stones cover called As Tears Go By. This is not my favorite song on here. However, it beats the Rolling Stones version by a mile. The sitar sounding thing makes the song interesting. I wish the Rolling Stones did it like this. But like I said, this isn't my favorite song on here. I do think it sounds a little too much like the mistakes Kiss made on their Unplugged performance. The stuff you only see on outtakes. But as a song that is not my favorite, it's better than a lot of Unplugged stuff I've heard. I do actually like it. Fuck! Next is Hail to the King. I forget if I heard the electric version of this, but I like this version. It's pretty good. I like the acoustic sound of the group. I wish more groups could sound this good. Fuck! I don't listen to the words, so I don't know if the words are good or bad, but I'll assume they are good because they don't detract from the music any. This is one of the best songs on here. Whatever. And then Roman Sky. I wish I could write a song this good. Fucking bullshit! But really, I do like it. I do see it as a song that could be in a movie like Game of Thrones or something, but it's even better than that. It's even better than Smashing Pumpkins. But then again, a lot of stuff would be. But really, it's a decent song. Yeah, I said it. I wish I could have written something like it. Shut up! And then the song Exist. This is really calming and soothing, and I enjoy it a lot. You know, maybe I'm just not as much a fan of their electric stuff, but the acoustic stuff is really good. I'm going to have to look further in this group. That pisses me off! You know me, I'm a grumpy old man, Gus, who doesn't like to review new music. But no, really, thank you, Nate, for suggesting I review this. And then the last song, So Far Away. This sounds a little more like a grunge song in structure to me, but I like it better than Soundgarden or Pearl Jam. Shut up! I'm not a lover completely of those bands, but yes, this is a good song. One of the best songs on here. You heard me. Fuck! The asshole in me likes this recording. It could be because the song selection is not a long list of songs, but I do like it. Yes, I will check out Avenged Sevenfold's other stuff. Crap. Damn! Look at the sky is crying. Oh, and there's tears. Looks like my whole world's dying. It hurts when you're not here. 
because you matter to me and that's why that's why you still matter to me and that's the only reason i need to get by you still matter to me yes you do looks like the whole world's laughing my cream puff works looks like my thing is dying it hurts when it doesn't perk because you matter to me and that's why and that's why you still matter to me you know what's so great about that he he didn't like a vid symbol and he loves this album <laughs> yes it is <laughs> i sit there and was reading that conversation i'm like holy shit he sit there and said they were going to be an afterthought. Hell of Sevenfold's got what six or seven albums out now. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, not a lot of people know, but Vin Sevenfold it has a big, big ass cult following uh, for for their band. So them being an actual afterthought is pretty well out there. That's that's like saying with all the lady metal heads in this world not loving black veil brides they're not going away anytime soon because of them so right right and, and you know and, and the way lee uh lee thinks or thought about avenged is how i think about black veil brides i'm like oh this is not fucking metal but the problem is it is it is yes. metal it's just not my metal and avenged yeah. is just not lee's thing but hearing him stripped down like that, he got to hear a different side of him. And uh, he ended up doing a, uh, a review of the song Bat Country as well. Um, I haven't shared that, but it is on his uh, YouTube page. And uh, he was actually impressed with that as well. He couldn't believe that the drummer was actually playing those. He thought it, he, he thought it was more like a, like a, like a symphonic drummer or, or an artificial drum machine or something. No, Rev is actually that damn good. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Sullivan, rest in peace. God, he was amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was a lot of fun. Um, I, I ended up uh getting on the phone and talking to Lee for about thirty minutes after that conversation we were having on Facebook, and I said, "Fuck you, I'll send it to you. Review it." <laughs> right, and, right. And I don't know if you've heard the review, but in there, after he says he likes us, he goes, "Fuck." Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't got here yet, but I'm gonna look forward to this whenever you get this edited. Oh, I'm no. gonna I'm gonna get it up as quick as I can because, frankly, uh, lady's gone. She's not gonna be home till sometime tomorrow night. I got nothing else to do but drink beer and edit. There you go. Uh, I'll I'll be honest. The Vince Sevenfold, me growing up, was one of my top bands until Hell to the King album because. Darren Nightmare was whenever me and you around the time we first met a little bit. I'd say a year after, somewhere around in there was the Nightmare album. Oh man, man, I don't know, I don't know. Something, something like that. Uh, but that was also around the time before then that I went through my first divorce. So. And that was my ex-wife's favorite rock band that I got her into. So I kind of steered away from them until you pulled me back in on Hail to the King, uh, that album, because it, uh, they went back to rock and metal roots, Megadeth, Metallica, kind of that riff sounding to a point. So, I mean, I've been back and forth with Avenged Sinful, but I've never not liked so. Well, my thing with Avenged, um, my first time hearing them was actually Bat Country, 
and it was actually on a Madden game. Um, I don't remember what year of Madden it was. I know that it had a uh, uh, fuck guy from the Eagles. Son of a bitch. He played for Syracuse. God damn it. Donovan McNabb on the cover. Yes. And that song was, uh, you know, in the video game. And I was just blown away by those drums and guitars. You didn't get to hear a lot of the vocals. Right. You know, so I went and got that song and instantly loved it. And then um, then I didn't hear the White Album, and that came out next. Actually, two albums came out before I finally heard Nightmare, and I was like, holy shit, and I went back and got it. I, I own everything they put out. I, I think they're amazing. I mean, they were screamo to begin with, and then their second album's got some screaming, but it's got some more metal. And then City of Evil is a little different, and then the White Album is different. But that's the thing about Avenged. Every single album they put out, while it's definitely Avenged Sevenfold, you can hear Avenged Sevenfold, every album is different. Yep. And that's what I love about them. And I think that's what people hate about them. I think that uh, they heard those first couple of albums, oh, I scream, oh, pussy shit. Like, no, these guys are a lot better than you give them credit for. They're, yeah. they're, they're outstanding musicians. Dude, Sinister Gates is one of the best guitarists I've ever seen or heard for the for the new metal genre. I will admit that. Oh, love Sinister. Zachy Vengeance doesn't get enough credit. Even he Sinister Gates has said that Zachy's every bit as good as I have. He just doesn't do it. Oh, exactly. And I mean, that's just like with my favorite band in the entire world, Slipknot. Uh, J- uh, Jim Rude at the beginning didn't get much credit, but Mick did. Now it's reversed. Now Jim gets all the credit. Mick don't get shit anymore. I mean, a lot of people don't realize or pay attention to how much work a rhyme guitarist actually has to put into making the album to follow suit to make the lead guitarist sound as good following through like they do. Oh, I don't know about all that. I just think rhythm guitarists get shunned as being rhythm guitarists. There's only a f- that's what I'm yeah. Saying. There's only a few that get the credit they deserve. Um, Ang- uh, not Angus, Malcolm Young gets the credit he deserves as a rhythm guitarist. You know yes. what I mean? But uh, a, a lot of them don't. I, 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 blah, 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 blah. I get what you're saying. Yes. Awkward silence. That's on you. <laughs> How's that on me? Uh, yeah, it starts with Bushy on this show, damn it. My God, you're the one that's supposed to carry on the fucking conversation. Oh, oh, here here we go, here we go. <laughs> and there I was thinking editing moment, but now, no, the world needs to know. This is Bushy shit, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just co-host. This shit runs off of Bushy. Oh, no, I'm a, we are both co-hosts because we are co-hosting this shit. This is true. <laughs> so you were you were talking to me earlier. You, you wanted to discuss um, shit that I don't think I know anything about, uh, and and that's nope. a lot of these. No, no, bands. I didn't say. Wait, wait, just a damn minute. Really? Did I seriously? You took from that shit that you don't know? Are you fucking kidding <laughs> me, right? motherfucker? I, I drink a lot. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no, what I wanted to 
basically keen on is uh, peeking at your brain about the the hair music genre, the aspects that I know some of that I would like to know more of. And if there's anything in the, because I don't call it NU metal, I call it NEW metal uh, for basically new school heavy metal because I don't put shit in genres like that. Well, new metal basically, came out like, with Lip Biscuit and shit like that. New metal is not even around yeah. anymore. New metal today is just today's metal. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but, I mean, like, us just picking at each other's brains, stuff and aspects that we that we possibly might know, but if there was anything to add more to that we didn't know about it. I'm not sure, because I know I don't listen to it. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple, you know, that I've thrown songs out every once in a while on my radio show. Um, Escape the Fate would be one of them. And uh, right. anything I've played, I've dug. You know, but... Uh, the old guy in me, the guy that likes dad metal, has a hard time embracing the new stuff. And Avenged Sevenfold right. is really the best way for me to cross over. Um, I'm just now discovering that I like Five Finger Death Punch. Because on really? terrestrial radio, you know, FM radio, all I've ever heard is cover songs or slow shit. I have right. one album by them. Just one. I bought it because... Um, when somebody makes a request, I try to go and buy the album. You know, so I went and bought and downloaded the album. And I realized, holy fucking shit, these guys are heavy. Yes. Why the hell are they playing the sissy shit on the radio? Because back in the 80s, Poison was doing Look What the Cat Drag Did and uh, 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 Talk Dirty to Me before they were releasing I Won't Forget You, Baby. These right. guys are just releasing fucking power ballads. Yeah. Then you listen to their shit, and it's like, uh, d- d- no. <laughs> the only band that I absolutely cannot stand, I'm going to go on record to say this, is Hinder. I hate them. I hate their stupid little song about cheating. I hate... Oh, you don't like Lips of an Angel? No. No, no. That fucking bullshit. Yo, this bitch is in the other room, but I'm jerking off talking to you. I wish I could hang out with you. What the fuck is this song about? <laughs> I have to agree. I hate Hinder as oh. well. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I don't know how to define this new generation of metal. Most of these guys look like whiny bitches. A lot of them are, are into this emo thing where, you know, cutting yourself is cool because I can't handle anything. And I struggle with that because I grew up in the era of party rock. You know, grunge got depressing, and that's why I left that shit. That's why I left rock and roll. Dude, I switched to country. How bad is grunge? How depressing is grunge if you switch to country? Yeah, that's rough, right? So now they're trying to trick me with some heavy shit. It's still just as fucking depressing. True. so, So I don't understand it. And I get tricked because, like I said, I'll play Escape the Fate. I'll play, I've, I've even had to play, God forbid, Black Veil Brides, and I've dug it. But I'm like. There's a couple, yeah, there's a couple of songs that's decent, but actually loving the band now. Yeah, I just, I have a hard time understanding what these little emo kids are into. And that yeah. tends to be what uh, this newer brand of metal is catering to is these little emo fucks. 
Drew, to a point, to a point. Well, the the way I classify that to me, that's not the style of metal I listen to. Um, like of uh, Me and Testament, Slipknot. Uh, hell, even goofy ass rock, uh, rock and metal system of a down. Bands like that is pretty much what I, what I grew up uh, intertwined with that I uh, started in. Well, see, do you realize that out of all those bands, only one of those is really newer, and that was of Mice and Men. Slipknot's been around a while, man. When did that fucking first album come out? Ninety seven, ninety eight. Ninety nine, actually. Okay, but it's been a minute. Is the point I'm trying to make? Uh, Testament, they were around when I was a youngin'. True, but they're still going. Well, okay. All well, those guys are still going. Christ, Metallica's still yeah. going. Megadeth, all the heavy bands. Slayer. Exodus is still around. Anthrax is still around. The same as Poison is still around. Now, Cinderella's not around anymore, but Tom Kiefer's still touring. Um, Striper yeah. is still around. You know, God Metal. It's all still around. Yep. It's just they're not selling out the venues because these little emo fucks. Right. Even Slipknot couldn't sell out a crowd. I went and saw him with Marilyn Manson, co-headlining. Slipknot closed the show with um, Of Mice and Men opening. And I had never heard of Of Mice and Men, but they blew me out of the water. I was impressed. Right. Well, uh, well, let me ask you this just uh, just for shits and giggles, because I've actually been curious. We, we've, we've told little bios about ourselves in the past. What got you into hair metal and party party metal music? What what was what was the first song you heard that got you into it? The first first time hair metal, man. I don't know. It's it was probably a band I'd already been listening to, but they were getting into their hair metal music. Um, Kiss, nineteen eighty seven with Crazy Nights and that song Crazy Crazy Nights. I saw them perform at Limp Sync, uh, obviously, on a late night show. Uh, White Snake with a 1987 self-titled album. You know, here I go again. Is this love? Ah, uh, no, no, that's not even right. 1986, brother. 1986 into 1987. I was in sixth grade. I was at my first dance ever I'd ever gone to, and I almost didn't get in. I was new to this school. We had just moved to Northern New York up here to Fort Drum. And I didn't have a school ID yet. They were going to send me home. And I got so upset because I was trying to interact with these kids because there weren't a lot of military here. They had just activated the unit. And I was so upset. And I'm calling my dad. And they said, wait, wait. If he gives us permission, you can stay. So they went ahead and you know, talked to my dad. And I got to stay. I got my little ticket. And I ended up winning a uh, 45. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm not even sure. Well, no, the Mountain Man should know. His mom's got vinyl albums. 45s yeah. were little vinyl albums. That's what singles used to come on. You didn't download yep. them. You had to go to the store and buy them. There was a song on one side. That was the hit. You flip it over. And that was like a deep cut or something they didn't release. That was called the B-side. <laughs> and right. I won off of my uh, ticket number, Bon Jovi, You Give Love a Bad Name. Sweet. And that's what made me a hair metal fan was fucking Bon Jovi of all things. I was blown away by the power, the excitement, the energy, everything about it was golden. And then my mom, you know, her and my dad divorced, a, you know, 
just just a few months later, she married a guy a lot younger than her, uh, her and he was into metal anyway. Wasp, Twisted Sister, Motley, Priest, Sabbath, Megadeth. I got into all of it, but the party aspect of all that stuff, the happy, go out there and get it, sex, drugs, rock and roll, and I wasn't into any of them yet. But that's what right. grabbed me, that the whole party, life is fun attitude is what made me love hard rock and heavy metal. I mean, I was already into it with those first two Kiss albums. But the hair right. metal just, man, they amped it up. It was all about the look and the sound and the stage show. It was a fucking party. There you go. So so, so what is it about what you listen to that, that gets you off? Because I like party. I like fun. Well, for me, growing up, as everybody knows, I grew up on classic rock, Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, uh, Eric Clapton, I mean, uh, Ram Jam, all, all these bands that my mother listened to, ACDC. Uh, that, that, to me, then was my definite, definite start into rock and roll and heavy metal. But for me, not long after, I would say... Limp Biscuit had started coming out and all these other little bands, but I started listening to a band then around the same time that I started listening to Slipknot. And uh, Slipknot, ultimately, I'd say when I found that first CD was what kicked me into the newer style of heavy metal when I found it during ISS at school. Uh, took it home, listened, and the number two song on the album, Sick, just blew me away from that point. Uh, what was it, two weeks later, Granny, you took that CD from me because you walked in my room and heard it? Gr- Granny wasn't happy whenever she found out I found that CD. She did not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> me being in sixth, seventh grade listening to that hardcore music, but... That, that had to be my turning point. And then I started following through more, not with grunge or not with the emo, but I, I kind of, during school, I, I went with a little bit of Limp Biscuit, but I hated the rap aspect. I couldn't stand it. I loved the riffs and stuff of them then, but I just could not stand the lyrics. I got into Corn and then System of a Down. Uh, then I started going back back backwards uh started looking more into older metal bands that got them influenced because i think i watched an interview with uh chris finn he was talking about uh ozzy paranoid and all this and by that point i hadn't heard a lot of ozzy or uh black sabbath i knew crazy train of course and certain songs but I started digging backwards and i started getting into megadeth old metallica slayer um, uh, all those bands that basically they fed off of. And that's what got me built into where I'm at today. I still am with more of the older 10, 15-year-ago heavy metal bands than I am with the newer stuff. The newer bands, I like of my some men. Yeah, they're pretty good. There's a few songs. Cold Chamber I still listen to. Devil Driver, bands like that. 
but being being ultimately my number one, and I, and I Bushy, you can clap if you want to. I have to go with my all-time absolute favorite is hair metal, Poison, uh, Queen Dry, uh, Quiet Riot, all those bands. I, that that's still my number one. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, I I can't argue with you because <laughs> that's my favorite type of music too. And I can listen to everything. I can listen to everything from, you know, Poison of Motley Crue to uh, uh, fucking Slayer to MC Hammer to Vanilla Ice to uh, to REM and The Cure. I like all that stuff. You know, music is what binds us, is what, you know, brings us together. And there's nothing better than something that elicits an emotional response and that's what the purpose of music is, is to elicit an emotional response. Right. You know, so, uh, yeah, I enjoyed finding that out about you. Why don't you give me one more song and then let's get the hell out of here. Well, let's go with a band me and you both love and enjoy. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Motley Crue. And the song I'm going to ask for is SOS, Same Old Situation. Change. 
Ooh, obvious hair metal choice off the great Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that. I've played that one before, but that's one of my all-time favorites. You, you can't go wrong with that song. It is an absolute party, have fun, good listening to song. Oh, you know what? I know what song I want to close this show out with now. It's my favorite off of that album. Oh, fantastic. But that'll be at the end. You have to listen to the goodbye song first. Well, it's either going to be Don't Go Away Mad or Just Go Away or Kickstart My Heart. Don't know which one, but I'll figure it out. None of the above. Oh, you want to know something that's funny, Granny? Clyde just mentioned uh, off of uh, uh, Dr. Feelgood. Her funeral song that we have to play at her funeral, there's two. One is country, one is rock. The country song is Garth Brooks of the Dance, and the other one is Motley Crue, Kickstart My Heart. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to go gospel on you. Uh-huh. I'm going to go a little gospel rap on you. Oh my God, really? Yes, sir. MC Hammer, do not pass me by. Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, baby. I don't know what that choir is behind him singing that, but awesome. That's off the Too Legit to Quit album. Uh, this will be the first time I've heard it. Oh, it's good. It's fun. It'll put you in the spirit, man. MC Hammer is feeling the spirit of that song. Let me tell you what. <laughs> All right. All right. My man, anything to promote? I'm going to promote this holiday season. Everybody going just like the little post we posted on our page. Remember what this holiday season is about. It's about if you believe religiously, it's about your religion. Ultimately, in the end, it is about your family. Remember your families. Remember each other. Even if y'all are not celebrating Christmas in the same home, remember each other during this holiday season. Podcasters, friends, doesn't matter. We're all intertwined, connected by knowing each other somehow, some way. So definitely remember each other this holiday season for sure. Well said, well said. And um, I have to say I agree with you. That was going to be my final thought too, to remember all your loved ones, whether they're near or far. On this Christmas Day, I don't get into the religious aspect, right? But I was raised with the religious aspect, um, so I get that meaning too. So re- reach out to your fellow parishioners. You know, you you may have that elderly people that's uh, uh, you know, they're they're shut in. They they can't get out. Go visit them. Go say hi. Put a smile on their face. Visit a nursing home. Those people are so often forgotten. Right. Go say hi. Wish them a merry Christmas. Wish them a happy Hanukkah. You know, whatever. Yep. Go, do, go do something. Don't sit on your duff. And uh, that's what I've had to learn because this Christmas is just me and Nevaeh. You know, it's just me and her up here. She has family up here. It's just me. So uh, those are things I've had to think of. So absolutely remember each other, love each other. Well, well said, sir. Thank you. Mountain Man, final thoughts. The same as always, and this goes with what I promoted. Stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter pow, meow, meow. Mountain Man out. I love hearing that. You have come into your own with that little closing. Motherfuckers, Merry Christmas. Bye, Vinyl. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go But hey, I say, well that's okay Cause we'll see you very soon, I know Very soon, I know What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on The Plug See you next week